people in the meeting know they're being recorded. Ashley, you're being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) They came up for me, too. It's like, by attending this meeting, you're consenting to being recorded. I've been thinking, uh, welcome to Gig Tales, uh, a podcast where we talk about privacy laws in the state of Massachusetts. (laughs) Let's not do that because I don't know very much. (laughs) I I know this. I know that it's illegal to record, audio record anyone against their, not without their knowledge or consent. Right. But, But we're all being audio recorded all the time so somewhere we we consented to that I think you know in the fine print of like yeah if there's a lawyer out there I really want to know the legalities of like we all know that our neighbors all have ring cams right like and nest cams and doorbell cams and whatever and you see it all the time where like if there's something on the news like there's a crime or whatever there's audio, video and audio recording. So what's the legality of that? Why are That's you, true. if it's never legal to record someone in Massachusetts on audio without their consent, what is the legal? Please, someone. I know there's got to be like a, there's lots of fine print to that, I'm sure. Right. Um, wow. This, this episode's <laughs> off to a great story. <laughs> Just keeping it real exciting, real fresh. It's really talking good. about what the kids want to hear. <laughs> it's been a while. I think we forgot. Legal we nuances. How to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. This is Gig Tales, not your local legal podcast. We are still here to talk about gigs, performances, perform women's senses, <laughs> and whether or not it's legal to record them. <laughs> I guess recording ties in somehow with like music and art and it okay we all take like video recordings on our phones all the time yeah yeah if I'm like the life is just like one big performance art piece now being recorded for okay the future. It, if we have any listeners who are lawyers and who know anything about <laughs> this I need you to write in and I want to have you on the episode and do a fringe at about the legalities of ring doorbells yeah well martin is a lawyer we should get martin he's a musician lawyer he should we should get him on here holy shit yeah but does he listen this will be a (laughs) test i don't think i mean it's not greg so (laughs) it's not yeah it's martin not greg i don't think so i i want to start putting messages in here to like sean and be like sean if you're hearing this (laughs) I'll give you five hundred dollars to find out if he's listening. <laughs> I know it's pretty funny. Say the code, you know, yeah. ring ring doorbell disaster, and then you'll get five hundred dollars, and then I'll just sit around like, is he gonna say it? Waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Um, well, it's been a while, so some I've had some gigs. Gigs mm-hmm. have happened, and mm-hmm. um. I the tales I feel like I feel like right after COVID when things like opened back up and people started playing people were really well behaved and there was like things were just like less crowded and less rowdy and there was like I felt like my gig tales were gone like gone maybe it was a thing of the past but I'm glad to report that I think they're (laughs) making a comeback 
people are back on their bullshit and yeah yeah. things are happening so i have a a now i now have a phone note in my uh, phone here (laughs) with my gig tales because i don't want to forget them so i have to tell you that i've had a lot of people kind of texting me here and there over the past like month or so oh my god i have a gig tale so i feel like people are getting back on their bullshit which is great for our business Yes. Well, let's get them on here or tell them to write them in or we'll read them or whatever. Yeah. Um, So what have you been up to? What what's been going on with your freaks? So I've been I mean, I've been playing um, a little bit. So I think uh, in our last episodes, you know, like the end of the summer, I recorded uh, my new duo project with Matt Jackson. It's called Frontwoods. So we're still um, we're just approving like final mixes of that and that's moving forward. So we've been playing a little bit um, and I've been sitting in with some other bands because I think I've talked about on here before. I love to just play and that's always fun to like sit in with other people's bands and stuff. So I had lots of interesting things. And another thing that's fun is my nephews have started to play because so they started taking um, guitar and drum lessons. Um, one plays guitar, one plays drums. And they're How old are they? so the older one that's playing guitar just turned 15. And the younger one who's playing drums is did he just turned 12? Oh my god. Yeah. My little babies. You have yeah. to start a band with them. You have to start a family band. They are so good and they're metalheads. <laughs> it is hilarious. Those are your brother's kids. Yes, my the oldest brother. So he's a musician too and plays guitar and bass and a little right. bit of everything. And obviously it was like uh, super into metal and stuff, like in his day and his, you know, that's what I grew up with, like with them. But it's crazy. They're like they like exclusively wear like Metallica and Megadeth like shirts and like shit like that. They're like, they're learning all this crazy, like fast metal stuff, but they're really good. Like they got good fast and it's really cool to see. But one thing I love is, and I think a lot more like music schools and music studios are doing this is their like quote unquote recitals are like concerts they're like rock concerts. So they make like yeah. rock bands out of the kids, you know, like a bass student and a guitar student and drum student. And usually there'll be like one instructor. Um, like so like the bass player might be like one of the teachers or one of the guitar oh, players or the singer yeah. might be one of the teachers. So mm-hmm. like probably so that if it goes off the rails, like there's someone like there to, you know, kind of corral, but it really doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So I think I may have talked about it on here before we went to like their first concert, like last spring and it was good. And then I don't remember you telling me this at all. No, I couldn't remember. But then they had, they've had, they had one in the summer. They had one just recently and they're like killing it. They're awesome. So, and they just, you know, they're always playing. But one gig tale that was like, I felt like (laughs) an audience member in the summer, they played at this like outdoor park and obviously, you know, it's kids and it's like a school. So whoever the guy is that's like running sound for them is probably, I don't know, volunteering his time Mm -hmm. or getting paid very little, which is fine. But they... Like, we get there, and they have, like, 
the most gigantic sound system, first of all, like complete overkill. The sound guy, it was hot. It was like a hot day. The sound guy has like a tent, like a canopy set up off to the side, to the side of the stage with like his, his chair under it. Okay. And the like they're setting stuff up, whatever. It's just like chaos. Like the cables are like the stage just looks like a shit show. Like there's no like cable management. There's just like yeah. stuff everywhere. It's like, okay. And Tom's like already stressed out because of like, you know, what he does. So he's yeah. like, <laughs> okay. Like just take deep breaths. It's okay. It's the kids. It's the kids. It's fine. But it like they start the kids start playing and the guy's just like sitting off in under his tent or his canopy to the side of the stage which is like to the side of the speakers it right. was just like they're just they're not even like they didn't do like a sound check it's the mix is horrendous you can't hear like the, the poor drums. kids trying <laughs> the poor kids trying to sing like you couldn't hear anything i was like if i were these kids parents and i paid like however mm-hmm. much for lessons and then i come to this thing and i can't even like hear my kid like, what are you doing? He was the, like, world's worst sound guy. And then he would, like, walk out, take a walk around with his, like, cut-off black jean shorts and jingly-jangly yep. keys carabiner to his <laughs> belt loop, whatever, like, his, you know, typical sound guy uniform. And just wasn't even doing anything. And then, he like, I think there was a crazy feedback at one point, and then he just, like, turned whatever down. It was horrible. It was Maybe he was so a bad. student, too. Maybe. Maybe he was actually, he looked like he was, like, an older dude, but he was really, like, a nine-year-old learning. He had that um, Benjamin Button's disease. Maybe. That, um... That made that yeah, that makes or, me feel a little bit less angry at him. Or, or that one that Jack had. No, wait. Yeah, the one remember the one with Robin Williams where he was like a tiny oh, baby, but he was a forty year old man. That Patch Adams or is that No, that's so, the one where he's a shit. doctor, yeah, who's better oh. than everyone. And there's way too much music in that movie. We tried watching it recently. Um no, though yeah. The one Jack where he's born and he has a dis- disease that makes him age oh. like 30 times faster. Like, so he's like, <laughs> he's in like first grade. He's supposed to be like nine, but he looks like Robin Williams yeah. circa age 50 or however old he was when that movie. Yeah. 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 That was him. Sometimes it's funny because we just played New Year's Eve and Ari and I were sitting together and they're like, we did this big super group band thing that I'll, I'll, I'll get there in my list. But there's this guy, an audience member, and um, we weren't playing. We were watching at this point. And our friends, Craig and Christine, who I talked about, were playing with their band, who Paul, who plays in my band and Ari's band, whatever. He, Paul is the guitarist of this band, Craig and Christine's band. So there's this like audience got member guy who was just... I don't know. He, I don't know if he was drunk. I don't know if he wasn't all there. Like, it was hard to tell, but he was he like. had that Benjamin Button disease. Maybe, I mean, we don't know. Science knows so like, little about Benjamin Button disease. He, like, he kept coming out in the middle of, like, the dance floor and, like, doing these really weird, like, squat. But he was, like, he was video 
videoing with his phone, but then his hands were like his hand that was holding the phone was like flailing all over them. Like I don't know what he was actually videotaping. And then he's like squatting and falling. He put his drink like under somebody's chair that was like sitting at a table. It was such a mess. And Ari was like, you know, it helps if like sometimes I just like make up a story in my head that helps me like digest something. Like right now I'm just pretending that this guy is Paul's dad. He's really enjoying it. And he was like getting in Paul's face, like really close with the camera, like videoing. We're like, see, mm-hmm. he's so proud. Oh, like, <laughs> okay. Where it's like, this is a big night for him where he's like, that's yeah. my son. Yeah. It's my boy up there. Yeah. I love yeah. him. Right. I like, raised him alone. Know. So that's my new strategy. Like when someone's really annoying, just like, my, I mean, that's my strategy in life is if someone's being really annoying, just like, Assume, and I don't want this to turn into therapy cast again, yes. but just assume, like, I assume they're in pain. And I mean, that's just being oh, annoying, course. right? That's not being an asshole. So if someone's being really annoying, I just assume they have Benjamin Button syndrome. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I'm like, I don't know how old they are. They could be on their way up. They could be on their way back down. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think just me, I mean, I think that's all like a great rule of thumb. And I remind myself of that often, like, assume positive intent assume yeah mm -hmm. like you don't know the whole story but i think Mm -hmm. pushing it a step further and making up a ridiculous story and pretending to believe it fully is even more fun i think that works (laughs) if someone's just being like weird (laughs) where you're like what is going on yeah yeah and you're like oh man this guy he was just diagnosed he has 30 days to live and he's like i'm doing it (laughs) be like good for you Good for oh, you. Uh, so that was uh, at their bar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one was, was that New Year's Eve? That wasn't New Year's Eve. That was. That was oh, New, that Year's, was New Year's, Year's Eve. Yes. Yes. So I have, so we'll, I'll, I'll bring us up. So New Year's Eve was just recently. I'll bring us up to speed. I'll bring us back to that point, back around. So the kids concert in the summer, that was crazy. I had another really bad sound guy experience where I sat in with a friend's band and I'm going to, like, leave uh, name, names and no, out of name this. No, name them all, all places, full addresses, <laughs> and social security numbers. Give them. <laughs> I'm going to protect the innocent here. But um, it was a friend's band, and this band was opening for a large, like, national touring act so oh, I it was like tell me when we get offline uh, I need to know yeah, what that yeah. is I will it was like, and it was at like a pretty big theater like it was a really great gig super you know happy for my friend I was really proud to like happy to back back them up and I played keys and sang harmonies and stuff and whatever so we because it's like this big you know touring big national tour um this big theater the like call times for us to get there we had to get there like super early in the day and set everything up so we get there and like we're setting up our stuff, we're sound checking, we're like about we're trying to sound check. And the sound guys like seemed they were really nice. They like seemed to know what they were doing until we started to try to make sound. Well, and that's then, you know, a hundred percent of the they were great at what they did until they had to do it. Like nice, they were like good with like 
running the cables and like where to put stuff but so they yeah, were or unlike unlike child's concert yeah. you got yeah. there and you weren't like oh my god there could be like a bomb under this somewhere you were like look yes. at this organized cable yes. setup cable management to the cable max management. but mm-hmm. unfortunately yeah we started trying to make sound and tom came with me and he was like because he's you know the sound geek he's like back at the soundboard which like it's a theater so you know the soundboard's like way in the back and we're on the stage and we're trying to sound check stuff and they're having all kinds of issues like you know things aren't coming out of the the main speakers or they're not coming in the monitors and just like chasing stuff is you know are we getting any signal do we have to change out a cable like there were just a lot of issues and we're like okay what's going on and you know you don't have like all day because doors are going to open and there's ticket like it's a whole production so, so we find out in the meantime, like, cause Tom's back there and he's kind of like, just like standing in the back, kind of like overlooking the soundboard and stuff that the sound, the, the main guy running the board was like called out of retirement. Because he, he had Benjamin's buttons. He's, he's like not, and he had like never, he like, I don't even he had like run sound like nearby but then had had it like retired from it and had like never used this system why would they call out of retirement like like, we don't have anyone else who can do this (laughs) their regular guy like who anybody who knows that system at all so we find out very quickly that this guy just does not know and i like i can't even say that it was like necessarily his fault like i don't i don't know like you know but holy shit it was so like no all the sound out front was like horrid was it a house was it a house system it was the house system yeah so obviously like the big act brought had their own yeah and then we were just using the house system so which like you're like for a theater like the big like theater like this like it should be a good system like why does it sound so shitty and then boston um concord new hampshire um i know (laughs) So I'm just kidding. Boston would be worse because those buildings are 400,000 years old. We all had in-ear monitors and everything Mm. was going wrong. Like a couple people's were like cutting out or like making crazy sounds. So there was also like signal and like RF like interference happening. And then I, I I was asking them to turn stuff up in mine. But they had the like me and the drum or the drummer or the bass player. I can't remember. There's the our channels channel. mixed up. I think it was the I, oh the drummer and the bass player both because they were sharing a mix because there were only so many okay. like uh, channels. So I'm like asking. I'm like, no, I need more and more of like the lead vocal, more and more. And I'm like, I'm not hearing more. And they're like, um, it's getting really loud in our ears. <laughs> turning it was like screaming in their ear like oh my god so then it was backwards but then they didn't change the labeling so it kept happening i'm like oh my god like you you're not you're not it's bad then i was like so fed up with having to like ask for stuff so i started texting tom (laughs) what i needed and he's in the back and i'm like can you ask the sound guy like can he do this or that or whatever but my monitor mix ended up being okay and I thankfully wasn't having the interference issues yeah. like some of them were which is like terrible but 
when we actually so we like left and we're like I don't know we don't have like high hopes for this and Tom was like it sounded really bad but like hopefully they figure it out like I don't know so the show comes like we go out we play our set I have my like in-ear monitors in so all I hear is my mix which is like fine it's like not great but I'm just singing backups and keys like it's fine it's good enough Tom after our set he's like um yeah like no one could hear anything (gasps) Like, people were coming up to the sound booth and asking the sound guy, like, what was going on. Like, people were coming down. Yes, like, normal patrons were coming down from the balcony. And they're like, um, what's going on? Like, is it? And then people were asking, like, is it going to be this way? Like, for the the show, yeah. Pissed, you know, obviously. (gasps) Oh my, that's embarrassing. That's so. It's that's so bad. I have never been at a show where the sound has been that bad. Where I would be like, I'm going to say something to, and and like being like a musician. Like I know what I'm listening to. So these are like average people that are like. It's bad enough that there are multiple people were like seeking out the sound guy. Yeah, right. Just regular old people not suffering from Benjamin Button's disease or Jack (laughs) syndrome. Just knowing that something was wrong. Yeah. So bad. When the peasants know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that sucks. So how was the headliner? Was it okay? Great. It was fine. Because they had their own system. Right. It was their stuff, their own person. Like, it sounded great. So it's just, like, so unfortunate, you know? Like, I felt so bad for my friend that was, like, you know, it was her thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get to meet the headliner? Yeah. He's super nice and everything. So, like, it it was good. The venue was good. Like, the people were nice and everything. And you know it's just it's so bad like sound is just like so important i don't know yeah we need it to live yeah. etc yeah i mean yeah um all right so, so that was see. in the fall yeah you got to bring us so, up to new year's eve so then halloween weekend rolls around and every year we do a pumpkin carving and decorating thing called BYOP bring your own pumpkin mm-hmm. and like you know the nep- my nephews and nieces and stuff like whatever they come and hang and we eat fall food and carve pumpkins and hang out and we had, have been doing it as like a brunch recently like the last few years so we were doing it as a brunch and Tom had a gig that night doing sound at a private party for another band but like whatever he was doing it at night we were doing the BYOP in the morning so it was fine until the band where we have all like all of our family over our house and a guy from the band calls Tom and says that their lead singer is like sick like really sick in the hospital sick and he's like so you have a band right are you guys like free like could you what? play it tonight <laughs> we're like what <laughs> okay so Tom, like, I'm like, I guess we'll just have to kick everybody out of the house. Like, <laughs> at a certain point, it's fine. Right. Um, so Tom called around and Ken and Paul were both free, miraculously, on like a Saturday. Right. It was just really weird. Like, it just worked. Um, so we ended up playing this gig, like, last, super, super last minute, obviously. Um, and it was outside. It was like this, this woman's house and this is like okay so we we pull up and it is like a production like 
this woman says that she she spends fifteen to twenty thousand dollars on this party every year. What the fuck? (laughs) There's like a catering barbecue catering truck with like the trailer with the smokers. There are like multiple shed slash tents that are set up for like food for drinks. There's like everybody's setting up like more alcohol than I can even explain and she was like she'll only buy like local beers and stuff like that like it's a halloween party it's a halloween party it's like a costume party her entire like the backyard it's like very large there were four or five different bonfires set up with like chairs around them like different fire pits it just sounds unsafe it's insane the woods it's all like surrounded by woods and she had like humongous animatronic decoration like a horse with a pulling a carriage with a skeleton in it and the horse's eyes light up and it (gasps) makes sounds and it's like talking in the mouth breathes smoke did she have the 12 foot skeleton obviously (laughs) yes and like a big ghost that moved that we didn't realize until later but it's sound activated so it kept dancing to our when we were playing, it would be like, ooh, like dancing to our songs, and we were just dying because it's funny when you're staring at a light up ghost that's dancing. I want to be I that mean, person who has the 12 foot skeleton so bad. And like, I should show you, I should share a picture of like what my Christmas decorations are. It's just not me. Like, I'm not a decorator. I'm not because no, it's so much work and it's so expensive. And you gotta you take it down. It. Like, where are you to put it somewhere? I'll send you a picture of my Christmas tree and my <laughs> Christmas decorations. Okay. okay. I'm, the, I'm the same. Like, yeah. little, a few things to make it, like, a little festive. And then I'm like, okay. I, I think know. I put your decorating to, not to shame. What's the opposite of shame? <laughs> Less shame? I don't know. I don't know. That's, oh but God. people well, who do that, that's so cool. It was insane. Insane. There's like there was an entrance. So I actually have video of which I can post on our yes. socials. It's like a whole haunted house entrance. So you had to like walk through this maze of like stuff that would like pop out at you. There, it was insane. I can't. And even... this is a private residence. This is a home. Yes. This this is like this woman's big thing. Like her, one of her daughters that's like away at college. Like she chose to come home for that party instead of Thanksgiving because like that's their thing. Like the it's state of their Ma- thing. the state of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, yes. Massachusetts. She yeah. has to have like a really big property. Yeah, I mean, yeah, bar- like a really nice big house, like up on a hill, and like a pretty right. like big large, you know, backyard wow. in the woods. Okay. Um, so we get there, and they're like people are setting up and running around, and there's caterers and friends and whatever, and they're like, "Here's the stage, like go for it, We're, like cool." So we start setting our stuff up, whatever, and <laughs> the the power to like the drink tent, I think keeps blowing so like they keep blowing breakers tripping stuff because they have lights and fog machines and animatronics smoking horse and off of like your your house like what are you doing vaping skeleton (laughs) exactly (laughs) it did look like kind of like a vaping horse oh my god oh it was insanity like kudos to this lady but she so then after the power kept blowing a bunch of times, she started 
freaking out. And obviously this woman was like under lots of stress, but she was like screaming at her like friend or I don't know, the guy that was like setting stuff up and like then he left and then the thing blew again and she's like, what the fuck is that? Like she was screaming like bloody murder. These people were just like Oh my <laughs> god. Setting our stuff up, like trying So I to... pretended it, he okay. was Tom's dad. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't have that strategy yet. <laughs> no, but but that strategy only works for people who are being goofy, not for people yeah. who are being crazy. like that. Yeah. Like, well, I don't like I don't like to say crazy. Um yeah. That's like a term I, I try to avoid, but people who are just not right. acting appropriately and being bad to others, where it's yeah. like, you can't laugh at that because other people are on the butt end of it. Yeah. Um, but I do try to be like, oh, this person's suffering. Like, how oh, can I help God. them not suffer? Right. But regardless, like, lady, you threw a oh. $20,000 party. Like, uh, am I, I'm going to guess this can't be the first year the breakers went. Because if you're and doing the same shit every year. Right. So this was kind of our question. Like, are you set up for this? Like what? And I mean, that's why I say she was obviously just like at her end of the stress. Like this is probably, you know, months of planning, days of setup. Like this was like You're throwing a wedding ostensibly. Yeah, yes. Like and she was like in in the 11th hour. So I get that some people that's how they react under stress. And she did. I did hear her apologize to the guy later in the night. So Good. I was like, that's great. Good. But she, I mean, she was lovely. She was fine, but it was just like, holy shit. Like everyone was freaking out. People like, I need to go get dressed. I need to get my costume. And blah. like everybody's running. So the culprit of the power turned out to be a soup warmer. <laughs> no matter what plug the soup warmer was plugged into, it would blow that whole thing. Holy like, can shit. we just. We don't need the soup. Can we just can we just forgo the soup? Can all? we all agree we don't need soup? We don't need the soup. Like ev- they kept moving it like to different places, and it would just blow the power. So luckily, I was hoping it was going to be a ghost. I mean, maybe, out, maybe it was. It could have been. We don't know. We don't know for sure. Um, it was like the ghost of Campbell's soup past or something. <laughs> Ghost of Jonathan H. Campbell. How could you disgrace me? God. So we were fine. Like we we had like one the very beginning when we started playing in like it might have been our first song or one of our first songs, the power. We lost the power in like the middle of the song. Are you serious? Yes. And I think that may have been when they discovered the soup thing just had to go. <laughs> we took the soup thing away and they came back. And as I always do when things like that happen, I started the song in the middle of the song back where it was when the power cut out. So we were fine. We were fine. Our whole first set, we take a break. We were doing two sets. We take a break. We went and got some food. We went over to like the food tent. The guys got drinks, whatever. They had like those blood bags. Like they look like IV bags. And they have like a like a tube for a straw, and she made like a red cocktail like punch in him, so they look like you're drinking a blood bag. Like it was insanity. Holy so, shit! Yeah. <laughs> so we're like eating and whatever, like kind of off to the side, and then we look at the stage and we're like, it's dark. We lost power. Like we had lost. Like, what the fuck? Super weird because we weren't using anything. 
Like, right. it wasn't like we surged it. Like, I don't know. It was, it was super weird. So we had to, like, shut everything down. And, I mean, we have, like, Tom has, like, a, you know, power things that protect the, from the surges and the blah, right. blah, blah. But we're still, like, you got to kind of worry about your equipment and stuff like yeah. that. So we're, like, trying to make sure we're, like, safely kind of shutting things down and then getting the breaker. But we have to, like, find the lady yeah. and, like, find the soup warmer. Like, it was the whole thing. So we got it back on. And I think they, that's when they finally got rid of the, the, the soup warmer, maybe. Holy I don't know. Shit. Or maybe it was something else. I honestly I need, I thought the soup warmer was gone by that point. So I need to know, know if she she has to have thrown this party before. We know that she has. She has. And yeah. I need to know how she has dealt with the power in the past. And I like, know. I don't know. I know. It, I, out of the $20,000, hire a professional who can. Yeah help you to handle that aspect right. of it i think she said because like i don't i was kind of just trying to like stay out of the way when shit was going down mm-hmm. i think like tom and paul were kind of managing it and like they were asking and stuff and i think she has like a thing put in like a, a outlet like for this party that's like mm-hmm. so, so, i don't know additional power and whatever but i think she every year she said she adds more stuff so, like, that's mm-hmm. probably what's happening. Like, she gets another animatronic vaping horse, and it just it can't, it can only handle the one. Or when he like was that. smoking traditional cigarettes, it was fine. Yeah. Once he switched over to that vape. Right. He had to charge his vape pen. He had to charge his just... vape pen. Oh, my God. Now it's just like it's blowing the fuse every time. I mean, it's cigarettes are better for you is what I think. The yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we go on, we like play our, our last set and like shortly before our end time, like probably we had like 15 minutes to go or something. Someone, I think it was her daughter came like running up to the stage was like, the police are here. The, the, the cops are here. We're like in the middle of the song. The cops are here. Like, stop, stop. We're like, okay. And then we're like, is it really the cops or is it somebody in a costume? Like, cause, cause now it's like pretty dark unless you're like near some of the lights or a bonfire or whatever everybody's in costume like people go all out she had trophies for the best costumes like she had categories like group solos scariest blah 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 she had us like announcing costume things whatever but it was the real police so (gasps) apparently a neighbor had complained about the sound like the noise or whatever and i don't know so she's we like stopped and we're just like standing there and she's like talking to the cop who's like looking around like the backyard and everything and then i don't know she came up and was like okay just like if you guys can like turn it down like a little bit and she's like you're almost done anyway like just turn it down a little bit and then we'll turn it back up like when they leave or whatever okay (laughs) okay so we turned like way down yeah She's like, you know, I know who it is. It's this neighbor and so and so. Like, there's clearly a history with yeah, this Yeah, but na- it doesn't like there are noise ordinances and stuff in town. And like, uh, okay, I, I'm gonna give my determination of what I've made about this party at the end. Keep going. I have a statement to make. Okay. Yes. Um. So, and I and I don't know. Like, you know, I didn't ask. I don't know. Like, what she had in terms of like permits or whatever. She said right. she like called ahead. Like, she like let the police department know or the whoever she needs to know and i don't know but clearly there's a history with this this neighbor 
Um, so yeah, so we played a couple last songs and it was also like freezing. Um, so we had like heaters like hanging that she actually had like heaters, but with the power craziness, we were like trying to not keep as many things plugged mm-hmm. in. So we kept like unplugging them, plugging them. Paul is like super into Halloween. So he brought like a bag of random stuff. So I, I had like devil horns. Ken was wearing a crazy hat at one point. We just kind of like had fun with it. But I just remember it was very cold and everyone's fingers were pretty frozen by the end of the the night. So we were right. okay with the, the cops shutting it down. But I think they the cops came back. But we, it was like when we, exactly when we had finished. When you finished, yeah. So they didn't even like to come back to the. Here's my deal with that though. Maybe the reason she has a history with the neighbor is maybe they are disruptive. And it doesn't matter if you call the town ahead and like, if you get a party permit, it doesn't mean you're exempt from disturbing your neighbors. Like your neighbors still have a reasonable right to like peace. And I know in my town, there is a literal decibel level that you're not allowed to um, go over. And it's like, you don't get to throw a party and upset all your neighbors just because like, oh, we have a history with that neighbor. Like, like also, or we do it every year. It's like, yeah. It's not, or like we called ahead. That's not how it works. Like your yeah. neighbors are allowed to live in peace. And I don't know what time it was when that happened. Do you remember? I say we like finished at like 10. So it was yeah. probably like 930 or 935 Our, or our town, the noise ordinance starts at 9 p.m. Um, except I think probably there's a couple days where I think in the summer at like 10, I think in the summer on like Friday and Saturday, it's 10 p.m. It's like slightly extended, but yeah, but you're also still not allowed to like be disruptive. It's not like, well, then you can, I can like blow a foghorn between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. because it's yeah. not ordinance time it's like there are still like you're not a, there are still like general disruption like yeah. you know whatever so I mean honestly this person it sounds like there's so much money and so much work that goes into it she's getting all upset and antsy because things are going wrong like yeah to what end and it's like you're upsetting the neighbor. You're saying there's a history with the neighbor. Maybe there's a history with the neighbor because you're disruptive a lot. Maybe, right. maybe it's more than one neighbor and you don't know it. And you're just assuming right. it's that one neighbor. Maybe you're upsetting multiple neighbors. Maybe multiple neighbors are calling. Yeah. Like I, I think this person is in over her head. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't I know if this party is a good idea. It's a lot. It's like, yeah, I think it's like, she's probably been doing it you know, very long time, it sounded like, and it's like, like she said, every year there's like more and more. And I think she probably tries to like, oh, do herself and do more and more. But it's like, you're now you're over the line of like what you can handle, like mm-hmm. emotionally, <laughs> electricity wise, like, just ha- like have a really good, like a really great party. Like it could have been, yep. it would still would have been amazing without like a few of those things, you know, and none of her guests were, you know, knew any of that craziness but I mean they saw the cops and stuff but yeah I don't know it was uh pretty wild for like a last minute thing so I don't know maybe we'll we'll get called back to do it next year I don't know um thankfully the singer of that other band ended up being okay so 
that was good. But what did they have? Benjamin Button's disease. Yeah, they had to go to the hospital for it. I think it. it was acute, acute Benjamin Button's mm. disease. <laughs> was it acute or was it chronic? <laughs> Stage eleven. <laughs> um, that actually happened. The Yeah Yeah Yeahs were supposed to be on Saturday Night Live. Um, the last episode of the year and they had to cancel oh. because their um I think it was their bass player or their drummer, I can't remember now, was has had pneumonia for like months. Uh, and I think he was hospitalized. Yeah. Uh, Such a awful. bummer. I know. Yeah. Awful for me. I didn't get to see the AAS on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's like a it's a thing. It's a thing now. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so that was Halloween. Um, and then, <laughs> oh so, uh, between Halloween and Thanksgiving in that couple weeks, we played a wedding. Um, and it was me and Matt and Tom, so essentially the front the Frontwoods band, and it's a wedding of a good friend of ours who was uh, he used to be a radio DJ of a local radio station and was like very very good to me in all of his years like super supportive always played by music had me on like multiple times to play like live and to promote put me on you know a lot of their live events and got was me a lot 92.9 the river it was not oh, it was damn. frank yeah oh frank um, yes um and yeah so dear friend of ours he actually he announced us at our wedding like he announced like because he's he has the DJ voice. We had him like announce us. But anywho, he got married and um, it was like both of their like second weddings. So like a smaller type of a more low key thing. It was so sweet. Just like at like a hall, they did like their ceremony and everything right there. They are like the most adorable couple. Um, uh, but anyway. Rude. OK, thanks. <laughs> I'm right here. Oh my god. <laughs> One of the most adorable couples. Thank it you. It was a it was a, a wonderful event. However, we get there. Tom and I get there and we're setting stuff up. And really Tom was setting stuff up. I was kind of like making a set list, um, sitting at one of the tables and whatever. And the groom and his son were there. They, like, let us in. They had been setting up, like, the centerpieces and all the stuff. And then they left to go get ready. And there was, like... <laughs> stupid like door when it it closed it automatically locked so oh god like, that's my worst nightmare so annoying it's like what so tom ended up being smart and putting duct tape over the lock thing yeah. or gaff tape or something so it wouldn't latch but this was before we he he thought to do that so they're like the caterers should be here soon so just like keep an eye out let them in when they come in we're like yeah no problem like we'll we'll be here we're not going anywhere but we had to, like, keep making sure that we weren't, like, one of us was inside and the other one was going out to the car to get something. It was just annoying. So the caterers get there. And it's a female and a male, like, a girl and a guy walk in. And we, like, let them in. And they're like, yeah, we're the caterers. We're like, cool, yeah, like, the kitchen. Like, we point, you know, we show them, like, kitchen's right back there. Like, we're the band. But they said, you know, kitchen's there and here's your table. And right behind them in walks a cop. And... Like before they even what turn is the, going on with I know. You? Okay. Before they even turn the corner to go into the kitchen, the cops like, uh, excuse me, to the guy, the to the caterers. He's like, "Are you Randall?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I need you to come outside with me. I need to talk to you for a second. What? 
And he's like, okay. So Tom and I are just like looking at each other like, what the fuck's happening? And so the girl like goes into the kitchen. They were like carrying stuff. She like goes into the kitchen. She like puts stuff down and then she goes back out. And then she's kind of gone for a while. And Tom is still like getting stuff from the van. So he's kind of going like in and out. And the guy is like not coming back. And then the girl keeps coming in. Like she comes back in. She's carrying stuff in like trays of food and pans and yeah. all kinds of crap. Catering what and what have you. Catering things, edible things. Et cetera, et and cetera. Tom's just like giving me this face like it's it's not going well out there. And then he he goes back out and he comes back and he's like, yeah, he's he's being arrested right now. Like, making a bad chicken parm. What happened? He came back. Tom's like, um, yeah, he just had him. He just had him give all of his stuff to the girl, like his cell phone and his keys and all this stuff. And he was like, I was like, you didn't hear? Like, what's going? Like, what is it about or whatever? He's like, he couldn't hear. All he heard was like. He was talking to him, then he's like, you know, well, I don't know, but we'll figure it out down at the station. Like, come on, give her your stuff and blah, blah, blah. What? So, yeah. So they literally, like, cart this caterer off to jail, like, <laughs> to the police station or whatever. Yeah. And clearly, so clearly this cop was, like, following them because they walked in and he walked in, like, right behind them. So he either was following them or was knew that they were going to be there or something that's right what i'm thinking like they knew he was going to be there that day he might have been like waiting in the parking lot like i didn't notice a cop out there or anything but i have no idea it was so what weird if he so got the... arrested for poisoning all of his <laughs> <laughs> so tom's like well i hope like she's really the caterer and he's like her helper and it's not the other way around because right. now like what the hell so she, like, looks distressed, but she doesn't, like, say anything to us. So she keeps carrying stuff in. Like, and she's, like, on the phone and, like, carrying in, like, trays and trays of stuff. And we're just kind of, like, staying out of it. Like, uh, I don't know, like, what we're going to do. And then she's, like, um, I'll be, I'm going to, I'll be right back. And we're, like, okay. No, you won't. <laughs> cool. So she, like, unloaded all their stuff and then leaves. And we're, like. All right. And at this point, I'm like looking at the time and like how much time until the wedding starts. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to like alarm the bride and groom. Like, I don't want to text the groom and like tell him, but I'm like, we need to keep an eye on the time because what the fuck? So Matt gets there. We like download him on the whole thing and we're like, well, like Matt was Matt's like worked in restaurants. Like he's he's a chef. Like I'm like I'm Italian. I know how to cook. Like we can we can figure this out if we need to. Like at least at least they drop the food off. So we're like I don't know. We're just we're just gonna figure it out. It's getting like later and later and later, and the groom gets back with his son and I think it was his mom, like his like his parents and they're like dressed. And he comes, walks in, and I was, like, just about, like, it was getting that close that I was, like, I need to, like, call or text him or something. And then he showed up, so I'm, like, okay. And he, like, looks at the catering table. He's, like, oh, no, no food yet? And I was, like, well, I, uh, your caterer, um, yeah. So I, like, told him. Your caterer is no longer with us. He's, like, well, I guess we're getting a discount. like he's he was so cool he was just like okay I was like well there's food though like 
we can figure it out if we need to. So we all kind of like went to the kitchen. Tom's still setting up sound stuff. We all go to the kitchen. We're like looking through like the bags, like, okay, like here's like cheese, <laughs> and, like crackers, there's like charcuterie stuff. Like we can do something with this, with that. Like we're literally like looking through all the shit and like trying to figure it out. And right as we're doing that, they came back. No way. Mm -hmm. No way. Did they say what happened or were they just like, we got it? Yep. They're just like, oh, we got it. And we're like, okay, cool. So was there food for this wedding? There was food. And they were, they had it, they had it ready in time. Yeah. I mean, they were like running. They were like, clearly. That's a good caterer. We will, we will flout the law, get caught for it and still get your dinner on the table with time to spare. Yeah. I can't cook and I have no, I don't even have any misdemeanors against me. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess it's Costco soup again. Oh like, that's good. Yeah. Uh, that was insanity. It's like, holy I, shit. <laughs> I yeah. want to know what happened. I know. I'm so curious because, like, <clears throat> I don't know either. I don't, I don't know because it was, he got, she got him out. So I don't, Maybe he was just out on bail, yeah, and they were like, let's just do this. Otherwise, we're going to lose the money, right? Right. Or, like, ruin these people's wedding. Like, I don't know. I mean, good on them for, like, getting their job done and doing what they had to do. But, like, that was was wild for a bit. I mean, I would have eaten cheese out of the bag, to be honest with you. Really? I mean, and I just, again, like, the, you know, the groom was just like, okay. Well, here we go. Like, whatever. This is, yeah, we'll figure it out. Like, it's happening now. Like, it's happening. Big deal. We'll go to yep. Taco Bell if we, <laughs> yeah, order pizzas, whatever. Yeah. How many people were at the wedding? Oh, maybe like, I don't know, 70. Oh, it's kind of a big wedding. Well, I don't know. I think my judgment is messy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Order like 70 pizzas. I don't know. One pizza per person. <laughs> Yeah, just a <laughs> uh, but other otherwise our part except so <laughs> we were playing music like while people were arriving like just playing like a playlist let me like a playlist on Spotify or whatever and I had my phone hooked up to the PA and the music keeps stopping just like stopping like something's wrong with like so we're trying like different cables Tom has different stuff the problem is they had first dance like <laughs> they had special dances that we were going to play the songs like from my phone. And now I'm like panicking because they were like songs um, that we didn't know how to like, we weren't going to play them because we didn't know them. And they wanted like that specific version of that song time, because right. it's their special thing from the movie that they saw when they blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, their fucking first dance song is going to like stop in the middle of the song. Like this is going to be, horrendous was it 90s house mix house mix music you know where they're a euro trash guy in the middle is like <laughs> i talk talk i talk to you in the night in the night in my dreams <laughs> i wish it that was. <laughs> i wish but i don't know we just tried enough like of the little adapter dongle thingies and cables that it worked and it, I don't know, but I like never trusted it. I was like petrified. Right. Anytime we had like a song, I was like holding my phone, like don't breathe on it, like don't look at it, like, like get ready so, to just hit play if it stops for a second. Like, so so afraid. I don't even know because you could. It wasn't even like 
he had to like unplug and replug. Like I don't even you couldn't even get it going quickly. Like it was right. really bad. So I'm glad that that was fine and they never had to know about that. This was like, wedding no. was on the fucking verge. Everything about this. Holy shit. It just, I don't know. I would have been like, well, at least I didn't get arrested. So, you know, here we are. Then you could just be like, do, 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 do. Tom could be like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. It's good. Oh, so yeah, that was uh wow. That was you that. And you then, had an eventful fall. I did, and then uh, that brings us to New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Let's wrap it up. Um, so we did like this, like so we we've been doing the Cat Pack Band in the last few years um, at uh, Craig and Christine's bar, um, and this year, so this last year, they started their own band, which is awesome x teen mm-hmm. in the intense and they play there every thursday they're really fucking good paul is the, the the guitar player for that band too um and so they wanted to do like instead of doing just cat pack all night like a kind of a marathon of like all of our bands so ken and ari opened the night as a duo and then we played a frontwood set and then x teen and the intense did a set and then we did a cat pack set to like it's like four bands but most of the same people in like all of the groups you know but it was cool it was nice because like we got to play a little bit we got to like watch and hang hang out a little bit um which is fine the the only eventful thing so like we're playing and i tom obviously he's playing drums he's behind me I hear something that sounds like it just sounded like he fucked up, like he made a mistake or like it sounded weird, though. Like it sounded like it sounded like he was getting arrested. (laughs) It sounded like his foot slipped off the kick drum pedal and it hit or hit the pedal weird or like it was like a boom, 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 like but like not in a beat. Like it was, it was weird. It wasn't like you messed up and like missed a beat or it was like a weird sound, but I was like, whatever. And like, we kept playing. Obviously it wasn't like other people probably didn't even notice it. Like it wasn't huge. It was just some, some sounded like something weird. So after the song, I turned around and the, the floor Tom, the floor Tom was mounted like with these clamps that like clamp over the edge of the rim instead of on feet, which like usually a floor Tom is on feet. This one was like clamped to another stand and it had fallen like the whole floor Tom just fell off the cliff. Oh my God. Literally on the floor. (laughs) Okay. And then it was a floor Tom. That's what that sound is. So he's like trying to get it back on and we're trying like not to take a lot of time because we're only playing this one set and there's four bands or whatever. So he's like, whatever, I'll just play without it. So in between every song, he's like trying to figure it out. He needed like a drum key. He didn't have on Paul's getting him a drum key. So there was like this whole like thing within the thing that was happening. But he got it back up for like the last couple songs. It was just like, oh, like drums falling off. (laughs) And then this was the same night that fake Paul's dad was dancing. Uh uh And then fake Paul's dad was dancing. And then when Craig Steen and the Intense were playing, Craig, Craig dropped or spilled an entire blue moon on his uh, Mac laptop. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And which he like uses for his like 
stuff. Um, so he like he tried to like hang it on his fan and they're like in the middle of a song and like nothing says like I'm a bar owner and a musician like Christine's singing in the middle like between lines and she's like can we get some bar rags (laughs) keep singing the next line like so I don't know he was then he tries trying to wipe it off with the rags but I think he hit something and it started playing this weird drum beat in the middle of a song (laughs) <laughs> they're playing some song and she's like do 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 I will remember you exactly it was amazing so he was he was pretty adorable by the way New Year's Eve yeah. uh, New Year's Eve parties love the slowest Sarah McLaughlin hits. I love yes, that that's yes. what uh, <laughs> I presume. Paul, Paul's too. dad loved that one. I wish they could see you dancing. Oh, so that was eventful. And then we're like, well, at least we're in a restaurant. Do you have any rice? Like, she holds like really huge bags of rice. So Craig's son was actually there. So he grabbed it and he would like, he'd put it in rice and put it under a fan and whatever. But at the end of the night, it still wasn't working. Was so fun, yeah. I don't know. I think it's fried with that. Hope the blue moon was worth it. Oh, um, probably not. Right. And then my last piece of the gig tale from New Year's Eve was. There was a a woman who was there, and wow, I know. What a can you tale. believe it? <laughs> what a tale! Um, and she happened to be <laughs> figuring out. I'm trying to figure out how to do how to tell this story with keeping the identities of the. Uh, of the innocent oh. um, anonymous. So she was with there with someone who was with the in the mute in the musicians. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I like I knew on the periphery who she was. I don't like know her, but like it wasn't just some random person who I didn't know. I knew she was there with somebody that we knew. And at the end of the night, she's wasted. Like trying to sit in a stool it's like falling almost falling over we like just sloppy looking like not good so she's she's trying to sit in this seat and my it was like rainy that night so I had a raincoat like that was over the back of the next chair over so like I came over at one point she was like trying to take like my coat and I was like I just like started grabbing it and I was like and she looked at me I was like yep it's my coat I'm gonna take it She's like, okay, like didn't, didn't even like know what was happening. So I like took my coat and like put it like on my bag over a few feet over just to like get it away. Yeah. And like Tom was running sound. He was like, and she was like all over near where he was. And he's like this, if this bitch like pukes on me, like what the fuck? <laughs> he was like so annoyed. She was just like, it was messy. So she's just sitting on this stool, like, ha- and she still has a drink and she's like half there. I don't know. So then she goes to get up and she had like, it looked like a coat and stuff on the back of the chair. So she gathered up everything from the back of the chair Uh, and walked out, like left. But I realized that Ari's, Ari had like a denim jacket she was wearing, was on the chair. So she like uh, took Ari's jacket with her. So I think she just like grabbed everything and did everything and just, yeah. 
like so I like went over and like let Ari know I was like hey but again like we know someone who was like knows this person yeah I just want to like ask and that person was still there so her the person she was with was still in the bar so I'm also like I don't know where she just went like I she's clearly she's not like driving but she like left she walked outside so we're like and Ari, Ari's like didn't want to like chase her down was like it's a little it was just awkward so Ari waited till like that and when it was only it was close to the end of the night it was like the last song or whatever so she asked the person who was with this person about the coat and they were like oh yeah she just went to go wait in the car you know she was she wasn't feeling well <laughs> I wonder why wait um, in the car so she probably grabbed it and she has it on right. the it. So, well, time, whatever, they go grab Ari's coat, they bring it back. All is, all is good. The next day, <laughs> I'm unpacking my bag. No. And I had a skirt that I wore for my set, and then I changed, and my skirt is gone. Like, it's not in my bag. Right. I'm like, okay, what is going on? So I, like, check in my car, like did it fall out and like the trunk or whatever I'm like looking no and then I remember that at one point Tom told me that this the woman had my iPad that was in my bag when he turned around and he took the iPad back because I came back over and I was like why is my iPad out of my bag and Tom's like I don't know she had it I took it and I did I just put it over here on the bar she was going through your shit yeah so I was like that's where my fucking skirt is so I message the person that we know that was with her. And I was like, hey, can you tell me if she grabbed a skirt? Like, I know she grabbed Ari's coat or whatever. And then they were they were like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm so sorry. She thought it was her friend's stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So can you get it back for me? So the the response was, that they were going to be back at the bar and they could bring it back there. And I was like, well, I'm not like going there like in a few days. I was like, I'm not going there. <laughs> so so you don't have it back currently. So I drove 40 minutes there and 40 minutes back yesterday to this person's home to pick it up because I was just annoyed. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm annoyed. That's very bizarre to be going through people's stuff taking ipads taking clothes right like that's not i mean the coat on the chair like i i could do that sober yeah you know if it's like under stuff like you're grabbing things whatever but like yeah my problem is you were going through somebody like my bag like my my stuff was in there and it was right like right next to tom like it was just like his shoulder was turned to it like it wasn't like i left my right. bag in the middle of a bar like it was right. with all the band stuff over on the side of the it's like what are you doing but How you did you... get it back oh yeah I went and got it Happy yeah. New Year. but like nothing like she hasn't said anything like I haven't heard anything like also like I feel like if that were me I would have been like so apologetic reaching out and like offering to deliver said mm. stolen item but you know. It's not the friend's responsibility, though. I mean, oh no, no, no. The the actual oh the company. individual was yeah. Just... I would say her like shouldn't I don't know, but what could the story about her be that she's <laughs> um 
she is the person she... that the police at the wedding <laughs> mistook the caterer for because yeah. she's a thief. Yep. And he was yep. like, the policeman was like, I think that's my guy. She's the inventor of the broken <laughs> dongle that didn't work for my phone. <laughs> she threw a Halloween party and she got in over. Yeah. <laughs> what a fall yeah. you've had. I like that you took I mean, us through the whole season, all the holidays. Some things happened, you know, like it's. I, like I said, I think, you know, gig tales are coming back. I think we're back, yeah. I'm really excited. Like, I went to some concerts this year. Like, I, you know, I shared them on here. I went to some smaller ones, too, that I didn't even share. And, like, I find myself now I'm really looking forward to and I'm really looking up, like, touring schedules and I'm keeping my eye on, like, different sites just to see what's coming because I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go back and start seeing stuff again. So, yeah, I think with that comes the garbage. Yeah. That we love. Yeah. That we know and love. And yeah. with that, I'll ask you, what are you listening to right now? Oh, I, and you're going to be like, I, I never, never know. I never think about I, that. I forget about this until this moment. But I do have an answer. I do have an okay. answer. Um, because I heard a song well, recently. And it took me down the path. I'm looking it up right now because I can't remember the name of it. Um, and it's a new, it's a newer country artist and his name is Jackson Dean and which is like, come on, Jackson Dean. Like that's like if AI made a country singer's name. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe he's not real. (laughs) Maybe it's not like, there's no way your name is Jackson Dean. It sounds like a TV show character of like the country singer. Like maybe it is. Maybe uh, we're all being fooled. It's pretty great. Um, the song is called Don't Come Lookin'. That's like the single. It was in the show Yellowstone. And I think he like got some big like yeah. kind of airplay and stuff from that, which is great. But he so what caught my ear is the chorus of the song. The tone of his voice is very Chris Cornell. like oh. <laughs> No, it's like it's Chris Cornell, I think, was like reincarnated as a country artist. Oh, this would be him. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. Like and my the my oldest brother, the one with the the metalhead kids, um, he was a huge fan of Chris Cornell and all things. Um and is not a huge fan of country. So I'm like, I gotta find like the gateway for him into country. So I was like, oh, I gotta find out who this is because I'll make him listen to it and be like, it's, you know, see if he feels like it sounds like Chris Cornell. Um, but it is very like so anyway, I listened to the song. I like I heard it on the radio, so then I looked it up, and then I looked at his, listened to his whole album, and I like, like, every song on the album. Like, I didn't, I wasn't, like, skipping any songs. He's got, like, a kind of, like, gravelly, just, like, dirty, kind of swampy voice and vibe, which I really, voice. yeah, but I really love that, like, style of country, too, that's, like, it's a little bit dirty. It's, like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Um so yeah, Jackson Dean, that song and really that whole the whole <coughs> album. I think it's self titled Oh no. It's called Green Oh, it's called Green Broke. The album. I was but, just gonna say, yeah. I don't know what I would rather listen to less Metallica or Country. And then immediately I was like, it's country. I'd way rather listen to Metallica. But I don't like Metallica that much either. I hate Metallica. I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of bored with it. Same. It doesn't do Same. much for me. 
accent. But you cannot pay me money to listen to country. <laughs> country is, I mean, I totally, I get it. And it's, it's a taste it's, that, yeah, it totally I was, is. I was listening to something recently too, where I was like, I love this. I forget what it was. And someone said they didn't like it. Oh shit, this is going to drive me nuts. And I was like, I get it. It's like a personal taste yeah. kind of like an, acqui- not acquired yeah. taste, but yeah. Um, so I did my Spotify rap this year oh, and it yeah. was embarrassing. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. It was like all radio, all Tom York Radiohead, the smile. And I was like, did I really listen to Radiohead that much this year? Four out of my top five songs were Radiohead. Wow. And then I think the fifth one was like. I think it was Robert Plant or something. I was going to say, you were, you were so into the Zeppelin and Robert Plant. Like, I you know, to big time. Yeah. And I was. And, like, there's a lot of, like, Zeppelin on my, like, running playlist and stuff. I mean, there's Radiohead on it, too. So I'm like, how did this happen? And yeah. um, but, but it also told me that I listened to Taylor Swift. And I was like, but I didn't. But then after that, I ended up, I did end up listening to the Taylor Swift album just to put it on, like, and yeah. hear it. So I do feel like maybe it's a tiny bit off. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Is but it like, did Radiohead strike some sort of deal, like, when U2 put their album on everybody's iPhone? <laughs> I mean, hold on. I, I'm, I mean, I have to admit this. Like, I listen to a lot of Radiohead. I'm not yeah. saying, like, it doesn't make sense. I didn't listen yeah. to Radiohead. I listened yeah. to a lot of Radiohead. I was just surprised that Radiohead came above. Um, and, you know, I should say, like, Radiohead and then The Smile was in there as well. Um, and that it came above, like, I listened to a lot of Paul McCartney, like, before I went to see his concert. But I guess maybe because when I listen to Paul McCartney, I'm listening to Wings, Paul McCartney, and The yeah. Beatles. When I go to see Robert Plant, I'm listening to Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin. So it and it's like Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. So maybe it's because I was listening to just like a lot of like Radiohead, yeah, um, exclusively. Yeah, that actually kind of makes sense now that I think about it. I think you've cracked the algorithm. Yeah, except the Taylor Swift one still doesn't make sense. I don't know how that. I guess I could have like clicked on. I don't know. I could have. Anyway. Oh, that's weird. It was, still... She wasn't in my top five. She wasn't even in, like, my top ten or twenty. It just said, like, she showed up and there was, like, a thing of, like, you listened to so much this year. And it sends kind of, like, a barrage yeah. of names at you. And I was like, yeah. I didn't listen to Taylor Swift. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm. And then I did. They got me. Maybe it's Sean in your account. My mom does is on. We have a family account and my mom's on it. Oh, maybe. Anywho, to maybe. answer the question, uh, I am maybe. listening to, and yeah, while I was waiting for you to join, I was listening to the Tiny Desk um, uh, with the Smile, and I love, I do like the Smile a lot. I had an opportunity to go to the concert in November, and I opted not to, um, just because like it's so low energy. It's so Tom York. Like, I don't know if you've listened to the smile yet, but it is like, that is a Tom York baby. I know it's like Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, but like, to me, it's all, and maybe that's just my bias or something. It is a Tom York, like (laughs) sad, melancholy kind of thing. So like, I don't know, I was feeling something more high energy and I was like, I don't know like what the energy of this is going to be. Um, but I loved it. I love that record. Um, 
I, I obviously love Radiohead. I listen to a ton of Radiohead. So I must have just been like listening to the smile and then go like, I'm going to go back. And I love to listen to Radiohead like all the way from the beginning. And then I do that thing where I'm like, I'm going to do like Pablo Honey and then the Benz and then OK Computer. And then, you know, uh, Kid A, Hail to the Thief. And you know, like, I'm going to go all the way up, like in yeah. order, all the way to Moon Shaped Pool. Um I do. I just, I love Radiohead so much. But anyway, too, when I put that, I put like a thing on my Instagram and I was like, holy shit, I listened to an embarrassing amount of Radiohead. And several people responded and were like, what's embarrassing about that? That's not embarrassing. (laughs) It was just that it was such a high concentration of it that I was like, I can't believe four out of five of the songs were one single band. Yeah, your ratio is just, you weren't, you didn't feel like your ratio represented you. But maybe it's one. Yeah, maybe. I I still, again, this year, did not know one of Tom's artists or songs. Second year in a row. I don't I even know like, what they were. I, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. I don't know them. He's a completely different person when he's not with me, apparently. I don't know. I don't know any of them. Mine was pretty spot on. But mm. yeah, <laughs> we're going to send you on your way if you made it this far. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. And if you didn't like it, tell an enemy. And keep gigging. Bye-bye. <laughs> Gig Tales. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I'm doing our, our warm one. <laughs>